0: Welcome to the Man Up, Man Down podcast, presented by Falka Baluda and David Pawsey. We discuss the pressures and challenges faced by men approaching middle age that we're often too embarrassed to speak about with our friends. You can find us online at www.manupdown.com. Enjoy the show and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Let's
1: go. Cool. How are you? Yeah, not bad and you. Yeah, not bad. It's um, a time of recording. It's Friday afternoon. I'm a bit pooped, I have to say, which is partly because I went for my longest ever run um, since my marathon last year, so I went for 15k, which was all right. actually really enjoyed it. And uh, then I had a glass of wine last night, and then it's awfully, I mean not not too much wine, you know, but on just Thursday, the one glass. Just one glass, large glass. Yeah, how big was that, cost? And uh, at the time of recording, I look at the thermometer, and it's only the beginning of a new heatwave, wave. they say it's 26 degrees outside. And uh, in favour of the recording, I turned my fan off, so I'm dripping, so luckily this is only audio.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in a similar situation where I've uh, got the, the door and the window shut, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel a bit warm. Yeah, there we go. good. No, it's I've really- had qu- quite a busy week. Alicia was away for a couple of nights so oh. holding the fort dealing with the dog you know all and nice. getting on with work all the usual stuff
1: yeah my my dog uh, is a bit poorly at the moment yes um puppy strangles i think it's called so he's on steroids um well, The ones that give him lots of muscle but uh oh well, that's uh why he's called Arnie yeah yeah so yeah exactly <laughs> Anyway, what are we talking about today? Midlife crisis, is it? Or is it yeah. midlife crisis? Is it men men over 40, men over 35? I did some research, actually, in preparation, if you believe it or not. Because rather than just us talking, giving our opinion, I thought it would be nice for us to add, add other people's opinion. You know, like if I say proper people that done research and stuff. So I chose Wikipedia. Better or worse. I thought... You can't go wrong with um, Wikipedia and Wikipedia, right. So so let me read this out. I found that quite interesting. Um, A midlife crisis is a transition of identity and self-confidence that can, so it doesn't have to, it can occur occur in middle-aged individuals, typically 45 to 65 year olds. And then, you know, it talks about about more and, and stuff. And I thought that's quite interesting to put a bracket of 45 to 65 on there. And there was a chap from the Modern Elder uh, Academy, if anyone has ever heard of them. Um, It's the world's first wisdom school dedicated to middle transition, midlife transition, actually, sorry. We're changing the way society views aging through our programs at our Baja campus online and our new location in Santa Fe New Mexico. Age is just the number question mark I put down there. So it's it's a chap, um, Chip Conley, I believe. So you're um, suggesting a field trip to New Mexico. Is that what you're it, saying? Exactly. All we need is a sponsor, of course, um, to do that. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. I actually follow these these Modern Elder Ac- um, Academy for a while. And if I, you know, and, and without, you know, going into detail of, of actually like reading everything they published, they seem to be older people. And I want to say 70 plus who stay really... Involved in life and and in and, and society and want to make a difference and do make a difference and feel like they're not too old to start something new. And but if, if we think about it, we are all getting older and I think in, in the States currently people hope that with, with the right methodologies and stuff, you know, if you look at Tony Robbins with his, you know, ice baths and God knows what, you know, people want to live to 130. That's kind of like mm. the benchmark at the moment. Then sixty-five is a new forty-five. Yeah. So midlife crisis. What what is midlife? How do you how would you define midlife crisis? Um, well, I mean, sort of one of the reasons this
0: came up in conversation I was, I was listening to a Stephen Bartlett podcast, and mm. um, I can't remember who it was he was interviewing, but he, he sort of used the phrase. I realised if I went on like this. I'd end up having a midlife crisis and he's 29, I think. And, and I sort of heard that and I was like, you know, to me, it's almost, well, is crisis the right word? But, you know, yeah. I think that it doesn't matter what you do. And um, I guess if you're an entrepreneur, perhaps it is a bit different because you are constantly sort of doing new things. But, you know, I'm just sort of like, well, it's almost an inevitability that at some point, you yeah reflect on
1: mm.
0: what you've achieved what you haven't achieved and you know what yeah what what the meaning is i mean i i did a bit of research as well and i was uh i was looking at harvard business review Volker. Oh, you good. know so something a bit more intellectual yeah,
1: but you're a journalist right i'm a salesperson
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and there's uh, you know obviously we'll pop the uh article in the show notes yeah. but um I mean th- this guy sort of was talking about a really interesting concept saying that that you know regret is quite a natural part of of any decision making yeah. so or or you know sort of not regret but wondering what could have been so it's almost like if someone says do you want to go to the cinema tonight or do you want to go to the pub maybe that's not the best example but, but <laughs> whatever know, or, what you, you know do you, do you want to go out for a meal or do you want to go go and see a comedian? And, you know, the thing is, is sort of whatever you choose to do, there'll be part of your brain thinking, oh, well, what would have happened if I'd made the other choice? And, you know, it's, well, I guess it's, you know, a lot of it is is the sort of the sliding doors concept, isn't it? I don't know if you've seen the film, but basically the premise is, you know the doors close, and the the main character in one scenario she gets on the the tube just as the door closes and catches her her boyfriend in bed. And then I think in the other scenario she misses the tube. And I think sort of the end result is well, basically the destinies almost align. Yeah. In the you know that she does eventually find out her boyfriend's cheating on her anyway. So we've managed to go from talking about midlife crisis to uh, one of Gwyneth Paltrow's finest works just in the, the space
1: of a few seconds <laughs> talk about cheating husbands.
0: <laughs> well, she you know and it. well that that I guess that is obviously one of the the parts of of you know yeah. that, that comes up in discussion of midlife crisis, isn't it affair with the secretary
1: or you know, the cliche of finding a younger model isn't it yeah i mean i i found a much younger model when when i came into my 40 44 i was when when i found my younger model and um that was in a car so yeah i'm just saying she has <laughs> she has nice curves as well it's a jaguar xk <laughs> and i i wanted one for for many many years and and the reason i got him now is not because i'm i'm older but when, when I wanted to buy her six years ago, I just didn't have, I mean, I did have the financial means, but it would have been more of a push. And mm. then um, I I faced redundancy and I'm like, can't really risk it. You know, I mean, how mm. can I justify it towards my my wife to to spend a lot of money, you know, when, when I might face redundancy and don't know where my next job comes from. You know, I'm now 45, as you know, and um, I, I just now fulfill, fulfilled that dream because we, you know, quite frankly, we, we did a big house extension this year. So uh, mortgage rates when, when I renewed were still cheap. So it was was an easier decision to do that. It's not all about money mid life crisis and, and the newer model, you know, whether that's a car, a wife, a motorbike, a boat, you know, what, whatever people mm-hmm. fancy. And I don't think it's, it's monetary. I think it's, in my opinion, and I don't know, you, you can obviously disagree. It's kind of like filling a void because people at... 45 not not everyone of course if i say usually they might either get bored of their relationship they're in, they might get bored with the job they have they might have children you know and children might get to the age where they need less of their dad or, or mum, and which means once of a sudden that's a weekend you know Whilst you still taxi and taxi people around you don't have to play football with the boys or football with the girls of course um all weekend so all you all you have to do is just driving them around. So you have lots of time for yourself. So once of a sudden you need a hobby, right? So I I started woodworking in in lockdown. So I started um, refurbishing or or upcycling, I think it's called, right? That's a professional word, upcycling a cabinet. And I think we're just looking for a new purpose in life, right? And for, for some that's easier and for some it's worse. And given COVID, if you think about COVID, I mean, for two years, all we did, I mean, not all we did. I mean, we, we luckily could work and we could work remotely and so on, but you cut out the commute. So for myself, I saved three hours a day. Um, So that's in a week, five times three, 15 hours. That's, that's two working days I gained and I had time to think, you know, and let's, let's talk about another thing I did. So I think it was the second, second or third day of lockdown. I was, uh, I had one of those shower moments it's not going into detail. <laughs> I and, uh, you, what's, what's the <laughs> and uh, you you know, when people talk about the shower moments, when you get these ideas. Yeah. And since I was 16, I always wanted to get a tattoo. And I remember being in a tattoo shop when I was 17 and a half and I wasn't allowed to. And I think it was 500 German marks at the time. So that was the equivalent of, I don't actually know, 150 pounds or so. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, get your get your up
0: to date exchange rate news here. Yeah, <laughs> playing exactly. the forex
1: markets. Yeah, G- German marks. You remember hardly? Yeah. I never lived in Germany or Europe when when there was a euro. That's how long I've been here. Anyway, so uh, what, what what I want to say with the show. mode was I I I stood in the show and I'm like, I want to get a tattoo, and I want to get this tattoo that I never ever give up in life. And I got this tattoo which says. Give, um, fall down seven times, get up eight times, which is a Japanese proverb. And that was my first tattoo. And I got that obviously because all the tattoo shops were closed. I got that in July 2020. And uh, as, as you know, I, I since got, I think, 10 or 12 tattoos, some smaller, some larger ones. And it's it's kind of an addiction, but it's also, again, I have some monetary means to do it. So I don't have to wait and save up for it. And so I'm in that lucky position. But I also... You know, just fancied it, and it's it's an outlet for me to to get that. And one one last thought on that: I met someone the other day, which was really interesting on a on a networking um, site. And he said, uh, so besides, he also had dachshunds. I mean, he had six, I believe, not not only one. He also said he got some tattoos over the last two years since lockdown. I'm like, I'm surely not the only one that started doing that in their let's call it forties yeah. or fifties. Well, I I mean, similar sort of
0: scenario. I've always sort of quite liked the concept of a tattoo. But at the end of the day, you've got it for the rest of your life. So yeah. I've always thought, well, what, what is there that's always going to have meaning to me? Around my 40th birthday, well, I just thought, right, I'm going to get a tattoo. I was listening to a, a Tim Ferriss TED Talk. Oh. And it's all about fear setting. And basically, yeah. he's like, well, you know, if there's an ever sort of something that you're not sure about, you basically, you know, write what your fears are. And and he referenced a, a Seneca quote, uh, which is we suffer much more in imagination than in reality. Yeah. But I can never quite remember the quote. So I was like, right, I better get it put on my arm. <laughs> and, you know, it's, yeah, I, I guess it is something I refer to. Uh, it's interesting yeah. what you say about lockdown and, and sort of, you know, accelerating that process almost. Because I, I was just doing a bit of research and, and it's got signs of a midlife crisis it's got five kind of points and <laughs> neglect of personal hygiene dramatic changes in sleep habits habits weight oh. loss or gain pronounced changes in mood such as increased anger irritability sadness or anxiety withdrawal from usual routine or relationships and it's like well actually we were forced into all those things we were. You know, it, all of those sort of factors you could say was, you know, part of lockdown. I mean,
1: yeah. It's I, a, it's I, a hygiene I, I, one, I'm not sure. But. Well, no, I mean, you know, I,
0: I've always been very religious <laughs> about having yeah. a shower every day. And over lockdown, I just sort of, you know, yeah, I'll be like, well, there's no point, <laughs> you know.
1: Interesting. I'm not, uh, but I, I had my showers, and as as you know, I have a five a.m. routine, right? So I started that many, many years ago. And during lockdown, I thought, oh, I don't need to anymore, right? But I kept that up. I deliberately kept that up. So um, I mean, I changed it now to five thirty, right? I don't push myself, you know, getting older and stuff. But on a serious note, I, I didn't want to change my whole life, my whole routine, just because there was a lockdown. Yeah because I just thought it, it's, it's the right thing to do just to keep on going. So I needed, so I, I, I said that a couple of times. I mean, I, I started peddling harder. So I, I lost the job yeah. actually in, in February, 2020, you know, um, at two months notice. So I knew the end of April would come to an end and that was before the lockdown happened. I didn't have much lined up. So I I, I did a little bit of work in, in May and then I found a new job in June, July, and then I found a. For say more of a work in, in, in August, September time. So, so I had a few months where actually I thought, you know, oh shit, right? But I pedaled harder because I, I had more time. So, whilst other people started getting Netflix and Disney Plus and God knows what, you know, I, I didn't watch a lot of TV. I, I just started networking more. I started calling people, right? People didn't expect yeah. it, but they had time. Because they weren't online. I mean, they were online all the time, but they weren't, you know, on calls all the time. And it was like, it, you know, they could easily answer phones. It's, it's just, it all, you know, it, it worked out better, you know, from, for me, hindsight. But I, I'm someone, and that's where the quote comes from, you know, four down seven, get up eight, right? I didn't want to give up. It was just like, yeah, you know, I need to make this work and I will make this work.
0: Yeah, I I just got that Disney Plus subscription, i yeah. afraid. Yeah,
1: yeah no i'm not i'm not like that at all it's weird i, I can't i can't sit still anyway you know yeah I mean, it's not yeah that's, no that's different I,
0: topic i I did get through a lot of uh a lot of netflix um but it's interesting what you you sort of say about you know it was sort of keeping purpose but that was you know that was one of the things that was a struggle during lockdown was you know keeping that purpose and there was another article I read about midlife crisis and sort of ties into what you were saying about the um, modern elder. Basically, they've, they've sort of, there's quite a bit of research that shows that that people that have a purpose in, in older age yeah. stay physically fitter. There is a, uh, a correlation between having purpose and,
1: well, effectively living longer. I'm, I'm 100% with you. I mean, if I, you know, if I look around friends and family, right, the the people that age quicker are the ones that, you know, come retirement, they put their feet up and do mm. a F all right. And the ones that I don't know, join I don't know, church groups, or they join, you know, clubs and, and, and societies or play pool or go for pints with their friends, right? They don't age so quickly. Mm. And I think it, it is purpose, right? It's something it's something to occupy your mind, which comes back to, to midlife crisis, I suppose, if you are occupying your mind and, and, and your time and you're flat out for, let's say, 45 years, more or less, right, or 20 years with a with family, and you some, once of a sudden get, get to the stop, which we all did with COVID, right, we all got mm. to this, boom, stop, you know, everything stops, right, you're not allowed to drive your car, you're not allowed to go outside, it's like, not allowed to have parties like Boris Johnson. Oh, don't get me started with that clown. I can now say <laughs> that he's no longer prime minister. At the time of anyway, recording, he's already no longer he's, prime minister. He's just minister, resigned. Yeah, which is a complete different topic. I could have 45 minutes of myself just talking about him. Right, anyway, um, I'm going to stay you back, Volker. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, you weren't allowed to do anything. And, uh, I mean, looking, looking back, right, we, we all came to this full stop and we had time to think and we needed to fill our time. I, I ate a lot more. I, I ran a lot more. I I drank a lot more. Gee, you know I had I had afternoons. You know I, I can admit that now because I'm not doing it anymore. But you know where where I, we started. I don't know. Four or five o'clock with the first bottle of wine. Mm. You know why, why not? Right? It was nice weather. You remember? I mean, we we were lucky yeah. with the weather. Well, that yeah. I mean, that, well yeah. We'll come come back yeah. to that. But you started early. You had a you know. But then again, I just saw you had a beer as well, didn't you? It's, it's an that, alco- it's an alcohol-free one. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> so listeners can't hear, can't see that, but uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I well, that I, I sort of well, in the last few years, I've I've made an effort to cut down on alcohol. No, I know you and, have, and and not do and not drink every week, and but yeah, during lockdown, it was like yeah. right, well, I've got to mark the weekend, so yeah, I sort of felt. Yeah. Fell back into, yeah, a good, good binge drink on a Saturday night, which, you know, in, in, in some ways was fun. And, and you know, we'd sort of yeah. had casino nights and things, which I don't know, again, it's like, well, yeah, you get to, if we keep that sort of correlation going between lockdown and yeah. and middle age, it's like, yeah, you you, is it, you know, trying to find new excitement in your
1: life? Absolutely. Look, look pe- people bought barbecues, right? Pizza ovens, you know, if I say garden furniture, you know, they started building in their garden, their had time, right? Mm. W- woodworking. They couldn't do much with cars because we weren't allowed to to drive, right, necessarily. So I reckon a lot of people that had money bought cars because it probably was cheaper to buy cars, I don't remember. But yeah, how do you fill your time? And, and drinking is a, is a great way of spending some time, right? And if you start early, right, you, you get through more than a bottle of wine, which is you know um not so good but uh yeah i mean crazy times you know looking back at it now but yeah isn't that like a like a full stop midlife crisis for everyone and it doesn't mm. only affect men right we, we we need to remember that whilst of course we focus on men you know on this podcast it also affects women
0: well i mean I, there was one article that i was reading that that sort of you know says that there is a midlife crisis that well, that yeah, as you say, both men and women go through a midlife crisis, but apparently it it can be slightly different, sort of different triggers, different emotions. But let, let's stick to the the the
1: manly side of a midlife crisis because that's what we're experts in. Exactly, that's what we're experts in. But I think we just need to, if I say, consider that right, or or, or spare thought for the female side as well, right? And I'm sure there there are plenty of, of female podcasters out there that would cover that topic but there's there's a, there's a german german songwriter um called reinhard May, which probably most people wouldn't um wouldn't know about but uh um, why don't you sing us one of his songs and, uh, uh, we might recognize he, it no maybe not but you know he he wrote a song you know i'm, I'm 50 already you, you don't need to have a degree right or you don't need to be a genius you know to figure out that this is halfway through and it's i think it's that revelation as well you know, that, that, that we are halfway through life at, at that stage, right? And kind of like, shit, we only have half our life left. We, 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 we need we need to accelerate now, right? Where do I want to go on holidays, right? So I, I have a list, which which I wrote with my wife, of all the holidays we want to do with the kids before mm. they leave the house, with my oldest being 13. How many holidays do we get together? Three or four? You know, that's yeah. like, if we're lucky, that's... And I can tell you the list, you know, Thailand, America, you know, maybe Australia... I'd love to go over to to Tibet. That's four years' holidays planned, right? And that's Mm. without any pandemic coming. You know, we're running out of time. Yeah, it's a revelation, is it? Yeah, no, it's not because. Yeah, but but at the same
0: time, though, it's like, well, I've still got half my life left. You know, if I've managed to achieve all this, then what else can I achieve later? and you know and and yeah. sort of something I've said to you before is is you know sort of talking about um you know life goals and I'm like well I just want to be one of these old people that are in the pool at silly o'clock in the morning when I go there and I'm like you've got all day to be in here why are you in here yeah um but you know when when I sort of see someone clearly like in their 80s exercising whether you know and that might just be walking down there's a place near here called Worthway which is a, um, an old railway line but yeah it's a popular walking route and and there's a guy that I see walking up and down there a lot when I'm out with Archie and um, that that's sort of like well I, I just
1: want to keep moving for as long as I can oh absolutely I mean I, I want to move as much as possible that's why, you know, that's why I got a dog although by the time I'm old the dog is probably gone it's going mm. to be a new dog yeah um, don't, don't tell I'll don't oh, be Arnie Arnie 3 Terminator so, yeah. 2 Exactly. I mean, but the the thing is, right, it's like, you know, it's a glass half full, half empty. So when when I say I'm running out of time, I don't think the glass is half empty. I just feel like there's so many things I still want to do before the kids leave the house. And then yeah. once once the kids have left, I mean, there's so much travel I can do when, you know, when, when my wife and I are old and, and given me given in good health, right? So, and, and have the finances to do it as well, right? And global warming and all the side right? We, we might never see the Seychelles or whatever they call sea Seychelles. Or, yeah. You know, There's these funny Maladi, Maldives, yeah. Maldives, these islands in the, wherever the Maldives. they are. The Maldives, Seychelles and thing. the Maldives. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I, to be honest, I don't even have any ambition to go there. And everyone goes like, fuck, are you mad? Everyone wants to go there. And I'm like, hey, it seems to be very expensive, very posh. And what can you do there? Lie on a beach all day, do nothing? That's not me. That's not. Yeah, uh, I mean, or do I'd, my head in. I'd just be snorkeling, <laughs> snorkeling the whole time. No, no, no I, I would get bored. I would probably just. I don't know what I would do. Quite frankly, that's why I don't even want to go. <laughs> oh, there, I, there
0: we go. That that <laughs> can can folk survive in the Seychelles
1: for three days? <laughs> yeah. Just, just imagine. I mean, I assume they have Wi-Fi, so I can be on my phone, right? I can take, but. I don't need to go on holidays. You could still,
0: still network, I think. You know, yeah, I, don't, I, yeah I, I think, it. you know, whilst a lot of it are nice sandy beaches, I think they do have uh, technology there. They, they must do.
1: I mean, snorkeling, I appreciate that. They probably have good food, right? So I can treat myself to good food. I could sleep a lot, you know. I mean, I could sleep longer than seven hours a day. You know, that might be nice. But really, yeah. I mean... So, so
0: what you're saying is you wouldn't
1: have any purpose... Yeah, I would, have, I would probably would have a midlife crisis. <laughs> I mean, I I, maybe I shouldn't admit that, right. But when we were on honeymoon, we went to Thailand. So my wife and I, and it was a beautiful honeymoon, you know, if I say posh places we stayed in. And um, I think the last week or the last five days we spent in, I couldn't even tell you what it was called, but it was like a small island and we were in a little hut and we had our own private beach and stuff. You know, after a day, I'm like, so what else is here to do? So we got a boat into town. You know, there was some kind of town. First of all, there was an Irish bar. So we spent one day in the Irish bar, drinking Guinness, eating burgers, as as Brits do abroad, right? Yeah. Which was brilliant. We're like, oh, finally home. Then I'm like, why don't I get some suits made? So I I got two or three suits made because they were cheap, right? Yeah. And at the time, we we were all wearing suits and, and ties and stuff. I, my purpose was then to get these suits done within the week we were there, which then unfortunately I, I grew out of them um, very quickly after we got married. Uh, that's a different story. Weight gain is maybe for another time. But it's I, I couldn't lie on a beach all day. I just can't. Yeah, it my head in I,
0: I, I can't sit still. Yeah, I mean I'm
1: i I do enjoy
0: read, but yeah, mm. I can't. I, I think yeah. A couple of hours on a sun lounger yeah if that but no i mean oh yeah i i, I just like swimming that's my favorite part of oh, a, being a holiday
1: yeah especially if you can be snorkeling and stuff yeah so it's not is all about midlife crisis or is there's, there's actually more to midlife crisis and maybe that's a bit dark dark turn we're taking here and it's just—I mean, you—you you mentioned Stephen Bartlett, so I—I—I listen a lot to his podcast, and I listen to a lot of Tim Ferriss. Matter of fact, I've been listening to um, Tim Ferriss for over ten years now. And uh, there, there's one podcast, actually two—two two I can reference. One I just listened to um, yesterday on my longer run. And there was a Tim Ferriss one where he interviewed someone who had a sex addiction, and I'm, I'm not want to talk about a sex addiction and stuff. So it was was a chap who was at PayPal and so on. He literally had to fill a void in his life, something he almost inherited. He said, if "I say or from his upbringing and so on," mm. and, and that led to his addiction. So I think a, a lot of things we we might do and we might think it's the midlife crisis might actually stem from our, you know, if I say previous experience or from again filling a void that that is coming from somewhere, yeah. and you know maybe at a certain age we are able to fulfil that because we have the time, we have the the, the, the insights, right? And, and and we know you know what we're doing, what we need to do in, in order to do that. And and the other one, and that's a bit of a sad turn, is with, with mental health, and obviously we, we focus on that mental health in men, um there's a lot of suicides obviously in in, in men, and and uh, they dug out some some statistics there as well. But for men to commit suicide is actually because then they feel in control. So then their life and they feel out of control. And and the reason they commit suicide, but if I understood it correctly, is because they then put them back into control of something they can control, which is obviously really sad. And I think you you put the stats together, didn't you, in terms of suicides, and and a lot of them are men. Is it in their forties or? 45? I think it is. Yeah, from forty-five, it's which I was quite surprised
0: about because I thought it was sort of younger. And yeah, you know, and. As you say, I think, you know, it's it for a lot of people, it is almost that last semblance of control. And, you know, and again, sort of during lockdown, there, well, and I think the podcast that you're talking about was, um, Roman Kemp, who's on, um, Capital Radio, yeah. uh, with the Stephen Bartlett interview. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think he, you know, he's sort of a bit younger, but yeah, I mean, you know, there were, there's quite a lot. I've seen a few celebrities reference friends that that took their own lives during lockdown. And, I mean, I think the isolation is obviously a big factor. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, there were sort of something we haven't really touched on um, is that, you know, there's there's sort of talk of mid-career crisis as much as mid-life crisis. And, you know, a lot of it does sort of, tie into the same factors, you know, a lot of it perhaps isn't a challenge anymore. You, you, well, you don't see the purpose in it anymore. Yeah, yeah you know, I think, well, during lockdown, there was, there was obviously a lot of industries that were a lot more affected than others. And, you know, I think particularly like events and, and the entertainment industry were was one that was, was hit pretty hard. And, you know, I guess well, I think, you know, if you've been in a career all your life, but you know that's not what you want to be doing, but you don't know what else you can do. Yeah. And, you know, and and then sort of going back to the Stephen Bartlett sort of him saying about midlife crisis, you know, I I think we, you know, you see it with Michael Jordan, I guess would be an example, you know, someone that was at the top of his game and then decided to have a crack at baseball. And yeah, And that's the thing, you know, I I don't think it matters like, you know, if you you get to a certain point of your career and, you know, you you want to do something different and, you know, Michael Jordan was like, well, I'm going to walk away from this and and go into baseball. But unfortunately, if, you know, there's people that don't know how to retrain or reskill or, you know, just try something different.
1: And and it comes back to what we said last, last time, right? I mean, they you know n- normally and what is normal these days right the, the man is a breadwinner traditionally right so if you want to change your career um you know mid mid-life you know or, or mid-career and you, you realize by changing career you, you have to take a pay cut right mm. um as, as you know I'm I'm doing a lot of um uh, transition coaching for Run Start Rise Smart. so they're they're a provider for um um companies that you know let let you know Go, go through redundancies and stuff and i find a lot of people that i speak to and they say oh yeah i, I want to change my life like, like like myself right a few years ago when i said oh i want to do more coaching and then realizing that coaching doesn't get you the same income as, as consulting does so you have to make a make a decision right what what do you want to do do you want to keep your your income level or do you want to follow your passion and what if your passion doesn't work out you know and i'm not saying you always have to have a plan b but you know you also have to live and what, what I always recommend all my coaching clients um, is, is, you know, to look what what income do you need and how can you achieve that? But some people don't have that insight, right? So they, mm. they, they don't, they don't reflect on that. They don't ask for help. Right. I mean, again, coming back to what we discussed previously, you know, men don't ask for help. They don't show emotions, mm. you know, and we, we don't ask and say, oh, oh, can you help me to figure out how much money I actually need and what, what else I could do and where I could get help for, you know, I don't know to to learn a different skill, and some people then just if I say eat 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 into themselves. No, well, there's a different impression. Well, they eat themselves up. Yeah, that's that's probably the impression well, <laughs> expression. <yes. laughs> it is Friday afternoon. Apologies, <laughs> and um, you know, and 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 they get stuck. You know, the only way they they see out is 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 suicide, right? In the worst case scenario. And and for some, it's alcoholism, right? Which is, I I think we're going to cover that next week, if I'm not mistaken, where we, because alcoholism is is a form of of suicide, right? It's just a slower way. Mm. Um, I mean, I talked to to someone the other day, and he knows someone who, I think he's in his early 70s. And he, you know, has been drinking and smoking all his life. But he goes, yeah, that's what I've done. And, you know, if my time is up now, that's fine. But I enjoyed myself. And Mm. that's okay, too. You know, I'm not say I'm not criticizing here and saying you know which which way is right and if if you look at the um, modern elder academy i think for them it's really about you know you can start a new career with 65 you you still yeah. have 25 years in a career you know until you're 90 and and why not right and it doesn't have to be at b&q you know at, advising people on on diy because that's that's what your hobby is right it can yeah. be it can you know and i'm not saying again i'm not saying b&q is not a career what i'm saying is you know there's no reason you can't go you know from from one career to another career you know from from one office job to another office job or from one i don't know manual work to another manual work um you know at the age of 65. Yeah. but yeah i mean oh, i might have to do a quick google but yeah, you often of sort
0: of see stories about um or someone setting a record for the fastest like marathon for a 90 year old and 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 you know they only
1: started running at 70 or well or at 80 <laughs> There was a chap recently, wasn't there, that, that that has done a marathon or something. And he was 80 odd. And that's great, isn't it? I mean, seeing that. And you know, we, we had a fraternity member, you know, I remember when 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 I was at uni in Germany, he was 70, I think, at the time, and he did 10Ks every weekend. And I'm like, this is this is brilliant. And at that time I couldn't even run 10K, right? I could smoke 60 cigarettes a day, but I couldn't run 10K. Um, that, that has obviously changed over the years as well. But we, we all find our own way, right? And and you have to, I, I personally think you have to see life in like, you know, like, like sections, you know? And if I say midlife crisis, I mean, my neighbor said that so nicely. She, I mean, bless her, she's over eighty, And when she saw my car, she went like, yeah, you know, men of a certain age, she said, um, you know, and I'm like, yep, yeah, you know? And uh, that, that's just the way it is. But for, for me, n- none of the things I've, I have done, you know, the tattoos or the car. Felt like I, it was midlife crisis. It was just something I always wanted to do, and I now have the time and the means. And and also, and that's interesting. I mean, my my parents are still alive, so they, you know, um, they're going to be in the eighties um, from next year. So they, they they're late seventies, obviously. If they're eighty next year, um, then you know, and and they don't understand that I got tattoos, right? Mm. And if I say five, ten years ago, it would have bothered me to. For, for them to know and me telling yeah. them. And, and I'm, I'm now at that age where I go like, I'm, I'm not too bothered. I'm not too bothered walking down the street in my shorts and people seeing the tattoos on my calf and going like, uh, you know, this looks a bit odd. What what has Volker done, right? I, I don't care anymore. Well, it's 10 years ago. I probably would have been more self-conscious. Yeah. So well, that's a midlife crisis, is it?
0: Well, yeah. And again, that, that sort of comes back to... Um you know, midlife reflection, almost. but yeah. And sort of one of my friends has said, he's like, well, I'm actually at an age where I don't... uh He's like, I just don't... I'm not bothered what people think anymore. Yeah. Which, um, you know, is obviously one of those things that w- with teenage children, um, when you've got a father saying, oh, I don't care about anything yeah. anymore, I don't care what people think of me, they're like, oh, come on, Dad, just try and rein it in. Yeah, do you... Is that part of, of midlife of, oh, well, you know,
1: not a crisis, but midlife confidence? Yeah, maybe it's yes. midlife confidence. I think it's just us getting older and realizing what we really want in life. Because yeah. so- sometimes, coming back to your career, right, I mean, a lot of people either stumbled into their career, like myself, you know, I couldn't be bothered with certain things, so I ended up in sales, or I wasn't taken for, for consulting, so I ended mm. up in sales. And um, I'm now doing more consulting and, you know, I'm I'm now doing what I really wanted originally. Um, But other people might have, I don't know, let's say that their parents wanted them to become, I don't know, a doctor. And they realize, you know, after, I don't know, 20 years as a GP that, you know, it's time to do something different. Or people just want to give back, right? Yeah. Oh, is it? That might be another Stephen, is it Stephen Bartlett? Probably. You listen a lot Um, to Stephen
0: Bartlett. But, oh I'm gonna have to <laughs> Google the name of the guy. But this is um uh, Doctor Rangan Chatterjee.
1: Oh that's a BBC was, guy, isn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he was saying that, you know, it was only when his father died that he sort hmm. of started exploring well more of the stuff, you know, he he said that it's almost typical of of children from that area of the world that yeah. you know you're expected to go in to become a doctor or an engineer. And it's, and he sort of spent so much of his time doing sort of what what he thought would please his dad and then sort of got to a point and then and he's like, but now I realise and I think his father's passed away. He's like, well, actually, yeah. my dad probably would have just been happy that I was happy doing what I was
1: doing. Yeah. but But you don't know, you know. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's something maybe we we should discuss in another episode because I, I've I've done some research around um, what you inherit from your from your parents, right, and and your family, so family constellation and, and things like that. So I've I've done courses in that and um, I've have had have my own family constellation done, family therapy, and, and I find it a highly fascinating topic. What what we if I say inherit, you know, directly or indirectly, yeah. Um, you know, passions, etc. It's it's, it's, a, it's a huge world out there. And we, we're doing a lot of things, you know, subconsciously to please our parents. And, you know, I'm, I'm not having a go with my parents here, not at all. And I'm not having any regrets. But when I went to uni, I, I never knew what I wanted to study, right? I never had, had a passion for anything. I had a motorbike when I was 18. And, you know, so I was interested in mechanics, you know, and I always wanted to be a manager. So I started engineering with management and I, I felt like I had to go to the best school because of course I was the best and uh, that didn't serve me very well and yeah I mean, but this way i ended up in in scotland and, and uh, met my wife um, um, so that so- yeah
0: i mean that again it's that sliding doors thing isn't it exactly and, oh, there was there was something that um oh well yeah on this this article slash video that i saw yeah. in harvard business review and this guy was sort of talking about how he's got a friend who's a lawyer but you know she she sort of started well she was a talented musician didn't you know? Got to a certain point and thought, well, you know, there's a lot of risk involved in that career. I'll become a lawyer, and you know, she has sort of moments of what what could have been, but at the same time, she met her husband through a job, and you know, wouldn't have her children. Yeah, but yeah, it is that thing of yeah? We don't
1: we don't know what what is on the other path. No, we don't. I'm looking at the time, Dave. It's, I mean, my my po- po- pomodoro timer. Which people interested in productivity it should should be way off. I think the pomodoro time I think is twenty five minutes or forty five minutes. Oh, it's twenty. It's a twenty. It? There we go. I mean, yeah. it all depends how you interpret it. You know, yeah. how, how you like your pasta, right? If you like exactly, it. <laughs> I like it was a bit of bite or not. But I think we covered more, most of the topics. I think um, If I say most of the topics, most of the topic of um, of midlife crisis. There we go. That. Did you hear yes. that? That was what the was end that? of that. That was a pomodoro. Tournament. Oh, that was that was the uh, right.
0: Yeah. Well, there we go. It's very Quite gentle, well. wasn't it? Well, thanks for listening, and yeah, uh, thanks thank for you. chatting,
1: Volker. Yeah, and, thank you, Dave. I think for well, Friday afternoon, we didn't do too bad in the seat. But there's lots of food for thought. I'm, I'm curious what the listeners um, are thinking. So, uh, so drop us, drop us a comment, um, or let us know. Drop us an email get in touch. Um, curious what, what your experience is, because this is a lot. I mean, it happens to all of us. Is it a midlife crisis? Is it a career crisis? Is it a crisis at all? Or is it just change of life, a reflection on life? And how, how did you feel during COVID? Would love to hear from you guys. Brilliant. So until next time. Thanks for listening to this week's
0: episode. Feel free to reach out to Folker or David via our website, www.manupdown.com or podcast at manupdown.com with any feedback or to let us know what topics you'd like us to cover in the future. Hear you again soon.